welcome to episode 43 of the Jay Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, Jay Bunny. Well, guys, uh, we have another... It's it's still coronavirus bullshit, and we're still on Skype. Uh, this is another roundtable episode. Our, my last two guests, Jason Emery, a.k.a. Pretty Boy Jay, and Spencer Brown, a.k.a. Spencer the Pirate, have both returned to the show to talk power metal with me. We talked about what the genre is, our favorite bands, bands we would recommend. It's a whole lot of just... It's a whole lot of power metal. I don't really know what the fuck else to say. It's kind of a long one, and there was a lot of, <laughs> there was a lot of content about Dungeons and Dragons that I cut out because it didn't really fit. It was kind of... It was Jay and Spencer's first time talking to each other, and they had that in common, so we went off on that a couple times. I cut all that out. Maybe it'll be bonus content somewhere on the line. Maybe that's something I can do for Patreon if, uh, if you think that you want to hear that. Let me know. But without further ado, here's Spencer and Jay. What's yeah. up, everybody? It's Jay Bunny. I'm here again on Skype. I got two friends with me today who you may be familiar with if you listen to any of the most recent episodes. I've got joining me once again, Spencer the Pirate. Hey, hey. how you guys doing? And Jason Emery, a.k.a. Pretty Boy Jay. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's <laughs> <laughs> up? Once again, unofficially brought to you by Ghost Hawk Brewery. I've got four of their beers sitting Ooh. in front of me right now. As oh, boy, here we go. Usual, I love know. it. <laughs> I, so I went down there today. I picked up. Have you guys, you guys, familiar with this thing that they're doing? Because with everything going on with coronavirus, you know, and all the restaurants yeah. shut down and stuff, this one brewery was like, "Hey, so we're gonna brew this this one particular beer, and all of the proceeds from this beer are gonna go to people in like the hospitality industry that are out of work right now." And what they did is mm-hmm. they kind of they they put the they they put this whole program together where they put the recipe online. They, they set up all these resources, and they said, any brewery that wants to make this beer, our only requirements are that you roughly follow the same recipe, but make it your own, and use the same name. So the beer is called All Together, and there's, like, fucking so mm. many breweries making their own variation of All Together, and Ghost Hawk's variation yeah. came out today, so I went and picked it up. Dude, that's I like awesome. That. that reminds me of, like, gangs in New York when they have that bin of all sorts, and you bring up a cut ear. Somebody's ear, and you lay it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the all sorts. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have a shot from the all sorts. I like that. That's good. Check that out. But so, man, you guys, uh, Jay, the last time I talked to you, you said that you were interested. Last time we talked, we talked black metal. You said this time you wanted to talk power metal. And well, Spencer, I, I love black metal. If it's one of my favorites, and I also love power metal, which has a lot uh, of yeah. similar roots. Yeah, man. It definitely Those does. It definitely does. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I know. I that, love- I'm gonna say, Jay, when I when I had you on last time, when we talked black metal, we talked about you, your band, your projects, and you had said at one point that. Yeah. That the only other, if you're not singing black metal, the only other style that you really sing in is power metal. So yes, I figure I'll, yes, I'll put it, it I'll put it to you first. Like what yeah. what's the appeal <laughs> to you of power metal? And let's let's tell people a bit about like what it oh, is, dude. Like I, there's just there's so much about power metal. Like in the vocals alone, just like starting with like let's go with like let's just say Iron Maiden, how that like oh. the Maiden sound is, and then yeah. you move into like 
Ice to Earth, which is a completely different style, but still has the same vocal tones and stuff. It's just sung a little lower. You know what I mean? Actually, sometimes mm-hmm. that's not true. Sometimes it goes really high in certain yeah. albums, but like they do have a really high. <laughs> yeah. So like it's all about I just, those, like the timber sometimes, like the tim- like that's Yeah. Yeah. Like, the timber. Like yeah. Yeah. Symphonic. I'm into that too. Absolutely. So yeah. So yeah. I guess um I guess for me the whole the whole power metal thing would be like I like a lot of bizarre power metal bands. Like I like I'll put on like the random power metal station on Spotify and just be like, Who the heck is this? Oh, it's you know, Avantasia. Oh, it's yeah. friggin' whatever. It's like, oh look at that. I've found a new band. What the heck is this? That's how I found Power Wolf actually. I was like, oh, What nice. the heck? This isn't power like this isn't power metal oh yeah it kind of is <laughs> yeah. i do that same thing and i find metal that way i just put it on like old radio and you gotta look over and look at it and find out who it is and, and guess exactly it, guess who it is you know i like that. there was actually and it kind of sucks I'm, I'm not gonna shit on elvin king but like their new their new single that they put out i was like oh what's this this is kind of like dull and i look at it, it's elvin king and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> they did some folk. good stuff. Very folk, yeah, very power too. Like my buddy loves mm-hmm. them, but I, I've only I haven't listened to them much actually. But I've heard a few songs. I remember liking them, but they're very. Pagan Revolution is my favorite song by Elvin King. Yeah, have you? Yeah, you got to check out Pagan Revolution. Like that. That is Ooh, my like favorite Elvin King song. Yeah, yeah, That's for good. sure. You know what's great yeah. is that once again I've got I've got Wikipedia in front of me and and the last time when I talked to both of you guys we had talked a lot about Sabbath like Jay uh, Jay you had mentioned uh, yeah. Iron Maiden which you just talked about on both show Julian. both of you guys we talked about Ice Earth and Sabaton yeah. and so I've got yeah. like Wikipedia in front of me just sort of outlining mm-hmm. like what is power metal and all this and that and I'm seeing all of those names in this article so that's that's mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot fantastic. of influences and people from way back yeah a lot, so, of, a lot of bands that don't get enough credit like like anvil right remember them they're kind of they're yo kind of power and they were there with metallica in the japan tokyo tour and stuff and, truth truth and truth they never made it big like everyone else but they were still there yep. no i think their biggest break was when that movie came out where everyone was wondering what the fuck happened to anvil <laughs> oh yeah they just you know regular yeah time. they were they were they're a pretty gnarly band like yeah, that, cool. they were pretty gnarly for sure. So Anyways. I guess that, that that first, just like we did with 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 black metal, I like I said, we should sort of yeah. for anybody that that stumbles across this and doesn't know, as far as Wikipedia states, power metal is highly focused on the vocalist, with yeah. clean vocals being much more prevalent than the growling vocals associated with extreme metal, and it's inspired by Ronnie James Dio, Bruce Dickinson, Rob Halford, Jeff Tate, and other rock and heavy yeah. metal singers. Yeah, deal with like Yo, Rainbow. Dio. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Rainbow. Absolutely. Like, was it Richie Blackmore, right, from Deep Purple? Oh, Richie Blackmore from Deep Purple. Yeah, absolutely. Part of, that's part of like Rainbow. Dude. That's what Dio. Yeah, yeah. They're cool. Now, yeah, not to go too yeah. far <laughs> off topic, but Blackmore, have either of you guys ever been at a Ren Fair yeah. where Richie Blackmore and his wife and just his wife showed plays. up? Yeah, Blackmore's <laughs> night. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm cool. Bad, so. I'm bad at that, but I probably met him. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think. I think I know you. But. I sold their daughter ice cream at a fair up in Connecticut. Oh, His cool. wife is really pretty. <laughs> 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 it's pretty legendary. 
As far as the the themes, it says that themes frequently feature throughout other metal subgenres such as religion and politics. They are comparatively rare in power metal, although not unheard of. Power metal's lyrical themes focus on fantasy, mythology, camaraderie, hope, personal struggles, emotion, war and death, or combinations of those factors. Yeah, war and death fucking ties right into fucking Sabaton again. I love, yeah. I love, I love the lyrical quality of Sabaton. There are so many songs that just get me so pumped, and then there are other songs that have so much lyrics to them that when you when you go and you either listen to it over and over again, so you actually understand what he's saying and so on and so forth. It's like, wow, dude, you put a lot of effort into those lyrics, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. all the research he has to do for those songs, like and how, like, dude, craziness, absolutely crazy, really good stuff. I'm with you. I often I hear them, I hear them, and I'm like, man, this is heavy and fast. And then I go, I yeah. go over. I think I think it's uh, somebody else. And I go over. Oh my god, Sabaton! <laughs> and I, you know, I think, yeah. it's, you know, someone else. I think, oh man, this is Priest. I think it's Judas Priest. Yeah. Sounds like something. Yeah. You know, like I think I, that's what Dude. I've heard. And I go over to Sabaton, and I'm like, oh my god, I got to listen to them more. I got to, you know, <laughs> good to make lists, write things down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed they they also do a lot of a lot of cover songs. Sabaton. Yeah. I've heard them. I've heard them cover yes. uh, Rammstein. I've heard them cover fucking Amonomarth. Like they they go they go all over the place with their covers too. That's fun. Yep. Oh yeah. Speaking of Amonomarth, that has Ooh. nothing to do with power metal, but great. <laughs> they got that Viking. I, I digress. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the uh, the the thing is a lot of fun. Like I love the Monomarth, man. I I love the pits. They're you know specifically when they go fast pit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know the pit etiquette. Fast music, fast pit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Go with the flow, like fish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've never gotten to see uh, like. Uh, Monomarth before the the one time I could have they were on tour with Megadeth uh, like opening for Megadeth and I was like I couldn't go because of work and then like not too long after that show I wound up losing my that job anyway I was like fuck I should have just gone to the Ooh. show like, uh, yeah don't miss out on the show yeah just go if you feel the good never business. miss out you always gotta be I, I exactly. never get to go because <laughs> I I work in the film business I can't right now so. Damn, everything is... Yeah, hey, what are you doing, film? You said you were well, in the film business. What do you do? Well, I build sets. And oh, I you build sets? I, I'm a great... Nice. Yeah, yeah. oh, no, I know. I'm I'm a professional special effects makeup artist. Well, you can you look go. me up. <laughs> yeah. Sweet, you just do, like, Instagram, hashtag J Emery. You'll find amongst all the terrain I build for our Dungeons & Dragons show. Oh, um, man, dude, I play uh, if you go well, down, man. yeah, I'm the devil's GM. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dude, we'll have, to have yeah. another chat dude. another time about oh, this because I've been for doing this for sure. All right, oh man, since '89. Oh, dude, yeah. hell yeah, dude, me since I about I was about nine years old when I started. So I've been doing this for probably about like almost twenty years around there. Like around around the twenty. Yeah, I started when I was six uh, in like eighty nine, and then I've been DMing <laughs> since the day I started, and I've just like Hell I haven't yeah. played a real good game in like fifteen years. I'm a, D, I, uh, I'm a DM. I, I'm a DM. I have four. I had four games going, but then this all happened. Yeah. I just figured. I just figured out. Oh, the internet exists, and D and D works well with it. And then I found out. Oh, oh yeah. I bet. I guess everyone found out how to monetize my hobby. God, <laughs> absolutely critical role for one. But anyways, yeah, let's uh, let's get off. Of, let's get back to. Let's get back. To, <laughs> I, I oh, knew that you guys. Like I said, I, I told Jay. I told you last time, man. If, one, if you and Spence got to talking, you guys would end up being. Dude, great I, I also I think, do terrain. I, think, I do terrain too, man. I do terrain. Do you? For, do, yeah, go ahead. Uh, when you get a chance, 
Oh, hell yeah. Look up Epic Level Craft on Instagram. That's my page. I build a lot of stuff. But anyways, oh, I digress. Cool, we will, I will friend you. I'll friend you on Facebook so we can actually yeah. talk about that. Yeah. I'm so. on there and I just got on the Twitter a year ago and awesome. tech is new to me, but yeah. I'm okay with it. You know, I'm an old, old school yeah. guy, but I, I'm okay with adapting. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, right man, on, brother. Awesome. Right Another on. time we'll have to talk about that. But yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Metal in general has so many genres and subgenres. Power metal itself has so like yeah. you can go symphonic, you can go like that more metally style, you know, like thrashy style. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's got a lot of aspects to what we consider power. I mean, technically, the first Pantera album was power metal, right? Like, right? Like, like. Yeah, I think yeah, that was what was that called too. Yeah, I think you called that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing the whole thing, and that's Pantera. It's really weird. But some bands start that way, and then they change, or they change to the power. What was funny was at one point somebody had burned me a CD with like a bunch of songs on it, and there was this song that they said was was Killers by Iron Maiden, and okay. like I was like I was like, all right, well they say the word Killers a lot in this song, but this I this isn't the Iron Maiden song. What is this? And so I looked it up, and it was one of those early, like, pre-Phil Pantera songs. Oh, my. Oh, shit, no way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they first started, mm. they, you know, they were a little bit more power. Yeah. And then they changed. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh-huh. They were also, they also had, like, a, they had, like, a, you know, because it was the 80s, and they were really into, like, Van Halen and stuff, they were really glam at one point, too. If you look up those early pictures, there's, like, I looked a little wrestling outfit, and I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of—I don't know. I'm with it." Yeah, it was I all like spandexy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they look like they look like know. a like a non jacked out of his mind Ultimate Warrior, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat Ultimate Warrior. It's, it's a not but, quite yeah. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> not, not quite uh, Ultimate Warrior. I one band I, I I like, but I never really listened to a lot of. And I've never seen them live, but Queensryche, they're cool. Yeah. I never, they're from Washington. I don't, I don't listen to I them. Really, I love them. Okay. I hear them a few songs, but I never really extensively listen to the entirety of them. So uh, I have, I have not myself. No, I, I mean, by passing, yeah, for sure. I've definitely heard a couple of their songs, but I don't really? go outwardly to like go, you know, check out, check their yeah, music. I out, you know? Maybe I should there. actually. I yeah. Yeah. No. No. I found, definitely. I, when I was looking up some power stuff, like his. I, I have certain ideas like about certain things. Like, I love Dio and I love some classic things, but I, I've, I kind of missed some, you know, Queensryche is one of them. But I've yeah, seen, okay. you know, legally heard at least a few songs and I remember them and I like them. And that's power to me, very high end, high end vocals. Now, the yeah. thing is too, like, you know, like uh, King Diamond, so high. Oh, yeah, so dude, she was so high. Yes. And, you know, less power, but very power still, you know. But doesn't really I, get I, put in there. I absolutely love King Diamond. I, I what he's what his his style is so unique. Like every single time a King Diamond song comes on, I'm like, ah, oh, it's King Diamond. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I know by the guitar sound you and his know, vocals. It's, it's like King Diamond. It's like yeah. that and Mike Patton. Yep. You know who's singing because they're yep. so high. Oh, absolutely, like, absolutely. It's, it's got to be Mike Patton, and then you know, that, it's got to be that. Then King Diamond. Because it, it might yeah. pass, I guess, uh, considered the high. It's like Mike Patton and Mariah Carey yeah. have the best range. <laughs> <laughs> There's a comparison. That's what they said. That's what they said. King Diamond's high, too. I, I always yeah. recognize King Diamond when I hear him, but it's like, okay, is it because I'm not so super familiar with the material? It's like, all right, is this a song by the band King Diamond or is this a Merciful Fate song? There you go. <laughs> 
See, this is this is true. Actually, Merciful Fate, like, dude, that the first album, the cover art. I have a shirt that has the Merciful Fate's first album cover art on it, and it's like my favorite shirt. I've had it for years. Yeah. Fucking love that. I love. I love their. I use. I love their older uh, album art in general. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna say I love any album art from back in that day because that's around the same <laughs> era of like the middle of Maiden's career, and Maiden was putting out insane freaking covers, as we all know. Yeah. Oh yeah. my. Yeah, dude, Somewhere in Time's album cover is literally, in my opinion, one of the best album covers ever created. Now I'm talking the original, the original one that was on the picture disc. That's what I'm talking about. Like that. Yeah, Somewhere in Time. Is that, which one is that? Is that the, um, please describe That's the one with the, is that the spacey one? The Egyptian one? It's the one where Eddie, no, 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 that's Power Slave. The Somewhere in Time one is where Eddie is standing with like the gun in his hand with a post-apocalyptic like future kind of thing going on. Like it's all futuristic and Eddie's like a robot. It's dope as hell. That's my favorite, I would say. I'm looking looking at it right now. It's like a robot, but you can kind of see all the muscle structure. Yeah, it's so metal. Oh, so good. By the way, speaking yeah. of power metal, um, Dream Evil. How about yes. Dream Evil? Oh, you guys yeah. Dream oh, Evil. <laughs> Read all about it. And I'm going to heavy metal. Yes. Yeah. Shit. I got that song on a, on, a compilation, on a compilation album, and I was like, this is fantastic. Oh, those compilations. Yeah, fucking, oh. Don't need no trashy hoes, no cars or <laughs> ugly wives. The only thing I want is what my parents don't. <laughs> the lyrics are so good. <laughs> you ever, not to get, I don't want to get too far off because Dream Evil is fantastic. You ever hear the Arch Enemy cover of that song? Fuck yeah, absolutely. Dude, Arch, yes. she's, she's a beast oh yeah. my god i love her that was a great scene because uh, i'm they first time ever her, heard did they? Arch enemy. i love our enemy we talked about yeah. last time. first time that i, I the, the, i'm i'm really oh, into yeah. cover songs and stuff which is yeah. which is a subject for a whole other show but there was this album that was put out by some record label i don't remember who it was at the time and it was like to celebrate their anniversary so what they did was they had bands all throughout their history cover songs by other bands that had been on the label and so that song oh, came cool. out on that, that compilation of covers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't mm-hmm. Hell Yeah. It was Dream Evil covering Arch Enemy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or no, it was the other way around. Arch Enemy covering Dream Evil. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, it was covering Dream Evil, yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I had that. I remember I used to, when I used to walk around campus at college when I was going to William Patterson, and I just had this this MP3 player, and I just had to just always playing on fucking random and i'd gotten that song from some metal compilation at hot topic and it came up i was like this is so insanely like outrageously awesome and i think that on that same compilation or another compilation in the same you know line or whatever was a jag panzer song and that's how i had gotten into them was was hearing on jack yeah Trying to, I'm trying to think. Like, I, obviously, like going with the power metal thing. Obviously, we all love Camelot. Camelot's amazing, both yeah. with the original lead singer and without the lead. They, they sound so identical because I guess the lead singer handpicked the dude that replaced him, for, okay. and that's why he sounds so similar to uh, what was his name? Khan was the original lead singer for Camelot, correct? I believe my so. Let's see what Wikipedia yeah, says. I think so. The song, the spell. That's my favorite Camelot song from the era of Khan. I believe yeah, it's Roy, Khan. Roy, Roy, Roy Khan, yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, the spell. Such a good song. It's it's kind of cheesy and it is a little dated because the synths are a little like old, but it's a good song. I really want to. So I've never seen them live before. I'd really love to see them. Oh, it's yeah, probably phenomenal. I've never seen them live. Seen them live. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's another dude. one, Epica, right? They're, they're yeah. Oh, Epica is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Epica is awesome. I saw them. I saw them open for Nightwish, I believe. Oh, yeah, Nightwish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was just saying, there's another so one right good. there, Nightwish. <laughs> Tristania, there's another one. There's uh, the, all of the, those female vocalists. Like, dude, Nightwish. Nightwish was Nightwish is good in general as well. Like, they, like they're, even they're after Tarja. Right? Yes, they are. Yeah, they're from Finland. Yep. That's cool. But, um, Corpaclani, oh, yeah. that folk style. That, but, oh, <clears> there's Yeah, Corpaclani is awesome. So so Jay, when we when we reconnected yeah. a couple of weeks ago at, at Quick Check, I was wearing that Elevate T shirt, which I bought at a concert, and it was them and Corpaclani co headlining. No kidding. Oh man, sick. <laughs> That's why going to shows oh. and like not really knowing you'd be like, Who's playing tonight? I was, I remember that feeling, you know, <laughs> like dude, just going, I miss not that, really dude. Like I know I'm like I, I used to do that with my friends when I was a teenager, man. Like we yeah. would just be like, Oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go, you know, drive to Jersey. Oh yeah. And check out a show. I have no clue what the hell the show is going to be. But we used to go to Toad's place and just be like, yeah, we're going to Toad's tonight. Who cares who's playing? Just go. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Stop Mm -hmm. doing that because there's a lot you can't do anymore. You know, it's like uh, all the venues, they, you know, they control everything. It's a little bit harder to do that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I I wish that there was something close enough to me to do that. Like everything, even like, you know, right now you can't do that anyway. But even, even now, like the nearest, everything is like an hour or more away. So. It'd be so nice if I lived nearby something. I could just fucking like walk down the road and be like, "Hey, what's uh, what's going on?" We're, we're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what are you doing? I, f- I feel like that happens uh, in in New York City a lot. That people just uh, yeah, sort of s- stumble into shit. I remember one time I was at some. I was seeing the band Vamps, which is this Japanese rock band. Uh, their singer is also in Larkin Cell, which they did the opening theme for Full Metal Alchemist. Like the most random ass people just walked in there. I was like, I can't imagine they're actually here. Like they're like old touristy types. I was like, I can't imagine they're actually here for this show. They just walked in off the street to see what was going on. Yes, I'm here for the metals. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very fucking uh, squizgar of you. <laughs> All right. So Symphony X. Yes. Oh, yeah. Symphony oh, X. Yeah. They're from they're from Jersey. They are, huh? Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Well, I remember the, the first the first time I saw them, they were playing at uh, the very first Gigantor that Megadeth put together, and we went. It was me and okay. my my brother and Craig and Nicole. We all went. Yes. We went to the Gigantor. <laughs> he really like, dug them and and bought their CD and and got to meet them and everything. And and in talking to them, one of the guys in the band had told him, yeah, like, you know, we're from Jersey. He's like, oh, so I bet like after this, you're going to go home and party. They're like, nope, we're just going to go sleep in our own beds tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about so, Symphony X? I, Symphony X, dude, I was, just, I was just throwing it out there. Let's that's talk about oh, okay. Symphony that's X. That's really cool that yeah. they're from Jersey. I didn't realize that. And it's like yeah. a theater. They're from Long Island, right? So Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. That's, I didn't realize Symphony X was from Jersey. That's yep. crazy. They were, um, what I was going to do is I was going to start naming a couple of bands that I really enjoy. Like that's, mm. that's what I'm going to, I'm going to start throwing those down. So I love Sonata Arctica. Like Sonata Arctica is huge. Obviously Hammerfall 
fucking huge yeah, hammerfall definitely that, and uh they're halloween of course yeah halloween they've been halloween and uh, halloween. like they have 82, 80 something 80 yeah somewhere around there for sure and then oh, lastly yeah. blind guardian oh fuck yeah you can't you can't forget yeah. blind guardian or then, yeah or then, uh, as extension an extension of that fucking demons and wizards yes oh yeah dude Which I demons and wizards I'm so sad. How good is that first Demons and Wizard album? Like seriously, it's so like it's got Reaper on there. It's got it's got so many good songs. Is that the you, that's movie? that's like I'm so bad with names, but I know it all by sound. <laughs> I know, I know, I understand. Um, that that to me is like it's like it's like that album, the demon, the first Demons and Wizards album, which was self titled, wasn't it? It wasn't just Demons and Wizards. Crimson King. King. Crimson King. Thank you. Well, I think no, that was the second was the one. That's that a, might have been the second one. That's the second album. Uh, oh yeah, touched by the Crimson King, touched by yeah. the Savior. Yep. Um, the uh, I'm thinking. I, for me, yeah, facts. For me, because I like, love Ice Earth, man. I love Ice Earth. I love Blind Guardian. Oh, like I was saying, like, um, in the, like, yes. Oh god, dude. Yeah. Some stuff like. Mm-hmm. Into the yes. storm, dude. Nightfall so, so, in Middle Earth, the Silmarillion really stuff. Hell yeah. Dude, so just to, just to, just to clarify on the demons and wizards, yes, the first record was self-titled. Second record was touched by the Crimson King, uh-huh. yes. and the third one seems to just tentatively be titled Three, or maybe that is the title. And they, I don't know when that's coming out. Oh, that's interesting. It's supposed to come out this yeah, year. It says there was a music video that just recently came out. It was very bizarre. It was like biblical and strange, and like Hansi's like hanging on a cross. I think like it was just really, really cool, really weird, very evocative imagery. Um, so, definitely check that out. I don't remember the name of the song, but the 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 music video it's it's brand new. It's like only released maybe a couple months ago, at most. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I guess I was I guess I missed oh. the the fucking boat on this. This it came out already. It came out in February. Wait, what? Third third wow. Demons of Wizards was called Three and came out in February. <gasps> we're we're phenomenal well, well, phenomenal well, what fans, happened? guys. <laughs> what, what happened was there was a pandemic. <laughs> And, this uh, is true. This and, is uh, true. Uh, things became more <laughs> prioritized. That's why. But now we know. There you go. To buy it. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely gonna go check that out. That and of course, a physical no, copy. So. Of course, knowing is half the battle. GI Joe. Next is gonna be a PSA, man. Like public service now and shit. Oh god, those were great. Recycle your <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Stupid shit, man. Uh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now I want to ask: has so, nothing to do with any kind of metal at all? Who remembers Captain Planet? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Oh man, do you remember that part? Oh, you know, that's a good show. Then, then Don uh, Cheadle did that. You know. SNL. Oh yeah, that that, that funnier dive video. Yeah, that was so good. That was pre-war machine. He was doing like you know Captain Planet as jokes. All right, so now I've, so now I've as as Jay calls it, just fired the unnamed shotgun and completely put us off fucking topic. I saw yeah, right. and I was get us the back on there. When he gets back on there. Okay, so remember when Rhapsody was named Rhapsody and not Rhapsody of Fire because somebody that somebody sued them over the name and they had the name longer than that company. 
Oh yeah, Rhapsody was like a legal. It was like a, mu- it was like a music uh, playing program, right? Yeah, it came out way after Rhapsody had that name, and it was like they got sued. And obviously, you know, they're just—I mean, they're a bigger power metal band. But like, how are you gonna pay that? You know, when a giant company like that—it's the same thing that happened with WWF. Same yeah, kind of the, thing where it's like it the, used to be WWF now it's, WWE. Fun, yeah. it's like you know what the hell? God, you have Brutal to and research, stupid. You research. <sighs> Well, I think mm-hmm. that in the case of WWE, they had actually had some sort of a legal agreement with the World Wildlife Fund, and then the World Wildlife Fund felt like they had overstepped the bounds of the agreement, so they sued them and won. Oh, man. And that was that was at the end of the Attitude Age for uh, WWF, right? I always have, I'll always have fond memories of the Attitude Era. That was so good. There wasn't any power metal there, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, what we talked about, you know, eat, eat the turnbuckle. Yes. Eat the turnbuckle. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're they're, they're a like pro a wrestling, wrestling metal, band. metal band. Yeah. That's actually kind of awesome. They're I'm really going cool. to put that down in my notes real quick. They're cool. Okay. They're really intense. Okay. Look at this, Mister Professional, yeah. taking fucking notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I am. I'm just making sure because, like, I want to because there there there's like a bunch of really good bands that definitely do need to be shouted out on the on like what you know is power oh, metal. Right. Ailstorm is another one for sure. Oh, oh my yeah. god! I was just gonna and say of course, that. Glory Hammer. Yes. Ailstorm, dude. Like it's the guitarist. It's, it's the keyboard is the guitarist from Ailstorm that made Glory Hammer. It's it's, it's, it's well, whoever actually made Ailstorm made Glory Hammer as well. Whoever it is, I think it's the guitarist. Probably the lead singer, actually. Lead singer, the singer and guitarist. Who also plays the guitar, Christopher Bowes. Okay, okay. Yeah. There we go. I remember, I remember looking them up one time, and there was this other band that I have to look up, and they're called Heavy Load. That I never, never heard of. It sounds like something that comes out of my penis. <laughs> I remember I looked them up, and yeah, I know, I know the name. But I think that they started this like pirate metal thing in the 80, early eighties, you know. And it says oh, heavy yeah. metal. And it was hey. part of like, I remember looking them up. Pirate I metal is such an interesting genre. It, and there should be more bands that do pirate metal because we have so much Viking metal that it's like, come on, like we got, we need something to balance it out, you know. Ooh, right. Maybe they were maybe they were early Viking in this heavy load instead of pirate. Oh man, memory. Uh. I gotta say though, you, you mentioned you mentioned Ailstorm. They're one of my favorite fucking bands, and they've they're got fun. a they've got a new record Dang. coming out in May, which yes, <laughs> because because they're a bunch of fucking goofballs. Their their new album is inspired by something from Donkey Kong, and the album is called Curse of the Crystal Coconut. Oh my. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I think I'm, I'm all about that. that. Curse. Yeah. Oh, so, so Spence, you'll love this. I I just looked up real quick on Wikipedia. I looked up pirate metal, and uh, the the very last line of the pirate metal article on Wikipedia says the Dread Crew of Oddwood is a San Diego based band that yeah. does acoustic folk metal with a pirate theme. They're awesome. <laughs> Fucking love that's how we met. Guys. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Jay. Did you ever get this? Were you around New York the Ren Fair when they when they played? They're acoustic too. It's so good. Yeah, they're, they're, so they're an acoustic. Don't remember, dude. Honestly, the last couple of years that I worked there, I was a running manager there. So like, I was oh, like indisposed of. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was. Uh, I worked for Barbara and Ellen Greenfield for years, and uh, as a manager, as basically like a running manager, which is somebody who's responsible for like breaking individuals and like just moving the till around and just doing that kind of stuff, helping with, you know, keeping everything stocked, all that kind of cool stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we're just a few. 
But yeah, oh, so yeah. They, they they played New York Ren Fair three years, and they were an acoustic pirate metal band that, because they play acoustic, they refer to their genre as heavy mahogany. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's which, cool. Okay, which is and which is also different. which is also the name of one of their albums and a song. It's funny is that the song Heavy Mahogany is not on the album Heavy Mahogany; it's on the yeah. next one. But uh, yeah, okay. I did merch. I did merch for them when they when they did New York Fair. They're fucking fantastic, and they they toured. Yeah. They toured with Ailstorm, and they also toured. Uh, uh, it was a uh, the tour was Ailstorm was headlining. Uh, Swashbuckle played, which is like a pirate death metal band, and that then Dread Dred- cool. uh, okay. Dred- opened. All right, Odd would do, man. They are so cool. I mem- that's why I saw them, and I saw I met you, and that's how mm-hmm. I met you, Dave Bunny. Yeah, because I was pirate guys are awesome. They were that was one of the most amazing shows I've ever seen live. Like. It was amazing. Like I was like, these guys are on point, and they were playing Slayer too. And everyone was like, Slayer. right, right, right. Yeah, that was that was when they that's when they had that bit in the. That was that five second thing. Yeah, that was that bit in the in the show where they said, okay, so uh, now here's some songs you're not going to hear today, and they do like yeah. yeah a few seconds of each, and they did like a little bit of Rain and Blood. They did a little bit oh, of uh, yeah. they did a little bit of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. They have a whole medley of Power Legend of Zelda. That makes me think Power Glove. Fuck yeah. yes. Power Glove is so good. I, 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 I was just listening to them the other day and the Final Fantasy stuff came on. That was good, man. The Power Glove Final Fantasy stuff. Like um, Red Wings over Baron. Oh, man. Good one by them. Power Glove. I just thought of it. Sorry, guys. Dude, I randomly, randomly, I, uh, I was literally just before I got on the phone with you guys, I was listening to Three Inches of Blood. The first yes. album for Reach the Blood. That's that, a good that, album. that that dude, was my good. favorite dude. My favorite reveal of a band, like to me, is when I went to see Sixty Nine Eyes and Three Inches of Blood opened up for them, and it was at Starland Ballroom. the The singers come out on stage, and there's this beastly Viking looking guy and this real thin, like glass glasses guy. And all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, there's the guy that does all the growl, and there's the guy that does all the high pitch. And it's the <laughs> complete opposite. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's this is funny. the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, <I'm> so <laughs> so amazing. bummed that they, that they split up. I yeah, they split up in 2015, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2015. <laughs> I don't know if they fit the theme, but just because I was watching something online the other day. Are you guys familiar at all with the band Aether Realm? No. no, that sounds fun though. Aether, like a a yeah, yeah it's just that A E put together thing. A E T H E R. That's got probably so, got a name that like probably like what's yeah that <laughs> weird letter that yeah it's in that Tool album too. I just don't know what it's called. But so I saw the them op- I saw them open for Ailstorm and they just just announced unless I'm completely fucking this up. I'm fairly certain that they just uh, put out a new music video and okay. it's got. All it's. Let me just make sure that I'm not miss fucking speaking here. They uh, they put out this new music video, and <laughs> because of the it, you know it plays up the whole you know coronavirus thing. It's like man, we're supposed to be on tour right now, and we can't we can't fucking go on tour. And so you know why why even bother releasing the new album? We might as well just go in and delete all the sessions and just give up. And then like like <sighs> that was like, and delete them. <laughs> Right, and like, so then, and then, I've so had, that, like, I've had I've had three years of everyday recorded sessions stolen from me by accidents because people broke up, stole the computer, delete. Well, it's the <laughs> it's just like the joke at the beginning of the music video, and then some guy pops oh, on. He's, yeah. like, he's like, guys, wait, wait, don't! I think I, you know, your fans want you to see that you know you should still be. And so, like, 
basically this was the, the the intro on their new music video and then the video is all fans and stuff like just going crazy like air guitar or like there's the the, the thumbnail is like a guy fucking like strumming on a vacuum and just all videos from people's homes and they yeah. spliced it all together yeah. to make the video and like reese who's the who's the accordion player and uh singer for dread crew is in the video yeah. He's uh, nasty, eric, dude. eric who used to be the drummer for <clears throat> who is also does rainbow dragon eyes him and his girlfriend were in the video and then just like oh, a bunch yeah. of fans and they're just they're they're a fantastic fucking band and according their facebook if you if you look at their about on facebook it says that they are <laughs> genre vikings crashing your house party <laughs> yeah <clears throat> hell yeah sounds like when my family comes to visit <laughs> I got one for you. I totally forgot to mention Gamma Ray. Oh yeah, yes. Gamma Ray, Gamma Ray, dude. Rebellion in Dreamland, fucking awesome song. Talk about I wrote an entire D and D campaign to that. Yeah, like, dude. Oh, dude, you, yeah, dude. I, I write D and D campaigns in like ten seconds in my head because I hear yeah. it. And it's like, oh, that's a whole campaign yes. right there. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh man, dude, this is gonna be amazing. And then it's like yeah. two years later. 100 some plus games and it's still just rebellion and dreamland themed and nobody realizes it and then once the campaign ended i looked at my i looked at my best friend steven sakura and i went hey steve that was rebellion and dreamland the whole thing because they like beat like the big bad and everything and that was rebellion and dream i was like no fucking way i was like yeah man (laughs) for two years it's a good it's a good song Dude, I I use a lot of that stuff too, like especially with the younger crowd, the '80s stuff. I use oh, yeah, so much yeah, '80s yeah. stuff for movies and music. They don't even know anything. Mm. Like, so that, like, that's the idea, dude. That's how you culture. rock and roll. That's so cool to me, and I'm like, Ugh. remember, talent borrows, genius steals. So steal yeah. away, my man. Don't oh, know. Flattery and stuff. <laughs> but Gamma Ray, dude, they're stroking egos and cocks, depending on what. <laughs> Hey now! I <laughs> know hey, I'm joking. He said the word. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, Gamma Ray, oh, Gamma Ray though, their album yeah. art is very good. Yeah, like, that's... That album art, that's the album art was like cool. You know, we got the the all seen. There was stuff. The... they got stuff going on. There. I I like okay. So what I like about Gamma Ray's cover art is it's very very like two tone, but it's still beautiful paintings and so on and so forth. But yeah. like. I, like their their art has such a good direction, and if you look at all the albums, they have very similar themes to their art. It's another band that has phenomenal. Again, it's the, the bands coming from the eighties always have fucking awesome cover art. Yeah, always. Man. Oh man. Yeah, it's yeah all about but it's like and that's what had to grab like, the eye at the store. Now it's not about that. exactly. It's like you look at something like Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. And then you look at, like, I don't know, maybe Cannibal Corpse or actually not Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse is a whole different thing. But, like, their art is insane. Yeah. So it's like you look at Appetite for Destruction coming in, and then you look at, like, Gamma Ray's cover art or something like Early Blind Guardian, especially Following the Blind. That stuff, like, it's like, wow, man, I'd, I'd look at this cheesy even though god god love appetite for destruction's sick album guns N' roses is awesome but like yeah. you look at that it's like what would i have bought back then i would have grabbed gamma ray and i would have you know what i mean like it just it would catch you immediately it's like oh yeah this is a cool thing but this is awesome looking what's this all about and the music reflects just how awesome the art is yeah so it's also too, it's got to be grabbed not just for, you know the lp it's got it's tape deck you know tape we were all about buying those tapes yeah. <laughs> it's still i love those tapes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, I don't have a tape player anymore. Like I like my last tape player I had like died, and now it's just I. Yeah, man. Like I don't I don't have a tape player anymore. I have a bunch of tapes that I sent to my mom because my mom has all that stuff, but she has like the just like the record player with the tape deck underneath of it, the whole nine. So it's like I can't just be like, hey, mom, can you send me a tape deck? Nope. I, it's all part of the I thing. I can't stress enough is collect your items from your parents because as they age, they just throw shit out and they just indiscriminately do it. And they'll find Mom's still a metalhead. My mom's still a metalhead. So is oh, my dad. My dad. Thank God. My dad literally <laughs> named me after Jason Voorhees. He literally, it was either going to be oh. Sebastian because it's Sebastian Bach. And then the other side of it was, oh, well, Friday the 13th, Jason Lives yes. came out because I was born in 86. And my dad went and saw it. I was like, I want to name him Jason. Jesus, he loved that movie, and that's my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie. By the way, I love that movie. Which I think the Which 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 part was that? That, part was, that was the one where, like, you know, Tommy and his friend go into the graveyard, and like Tommy goes nuts and like stabs. They like dig Jason's corpse up, and then he stabs him in the chest with like a metal rod. Lightning strikes it; it becomes a reanimated corpse. It's like the fifth one, I think. He's like fifth, no, because the the fourth the one, one, fourth one, one is the one that Tom Savini did the makeup effects for. Yeah, the, the fourth one is the the fourth one's the Tom Savini one, and then this uh, Wikipedia yeah. says it's part six, which means I've seen it. I've seen. I know what you're one. talking about with the lightning rod, with the you know. Yep. I, I've seen that. I've, I've seen, seen every one except like for five and ten, but really, oh five five is the weird one where it's not Jason. Ten, which one is ten? Is ten ten isn't Jason X, is it? Yeah, it is. That's why it was yeah. X because oh, it was ten. To that one. Oh, Roger. Duh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, because Wikipedia, or not, I'm sorry. I said Wikipedia. Takes Wikipedia in front of me. Netflix had all of them except five and ten, so I just watched all of them except five and ten. <laughs> I, I like the first three a lot because, you know, of course, we won't spoil it for those who have not seen it, the first one and the second one. But the third one, the mask, the iconic mask, doesn't come. Yeah. I like the that. third but one. I like them all. I like that, that. stuff. <laughs> I think I think the third one to me has the best kind of if if you could call a Friday the Thirteenth movie a story other than the first one the first one had the best story out of all yeah and then it's just you know murdering you know teenagers that are half naked or naked yeah you know, you know on a side note <laughs> Sleepaway Camp yes love Sleepaway three, Camp Teenage Wasteland uh, is really good. <laughs> I uh, I will That's say good. Sleepaway Camp. I I have the deluxe special edition of Sleepaway Camp One. I like Sleepaway uh, Camp a lot. Yeah, like them a lot. <laughs> like it a those, lot. Those camp uh, stuff, you know, that stuff, you know, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, off the off the horror, oh, back horror, to the horror, horror movies. Are always tied to the metal, you know. They are. No, it's like I will mm-hmm. say, like as far as as far as like the whole fantasy metal and the power metal genre, mm-hmm. I directly started listening to power metal because of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, it was dude, like, metal and me are pretty much because of D and D even though. White yeah, really? Oh, is one see, of the yeah. first albums I listened to as metal. Do uh, you know, you know I can't, I think, okay. So for me, like I don't remember what the first metal song was that I heard. Cause my mom, like I said, my mom, and my dad are metalheads. I know my, my parents are I classically know. trained. They won't let metal in the house. I was evil. Oh, really? <laughs> I was the evil one. Yeah, no metal. No metal was not good for the house, you know. So yeah. Oh no shit. You're lucky. <laughs> yeah, see my my, my parents a... and I think I've mentioned this to at least one of you before, my parents were both really into country and pop, and so my exposure to oh, yeah. to any any kind of metal was like 
just whatever was, uh, you know, when I finally started, because they, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, when I started sneaking watching MTV yeah. in like 90, 90, between 94, 95, oh. you know, and got oh. into what was out then, which was like Bush and uh, the Disturbed. load, load real. No, Disturbed didn't come out till like 2000, yeah. but like the yeah, mid 90s. Mid nineties was like the the load reload era Metallica. Yeah, reload and... reload was one of the first I think for me actually, and then I went back like, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to the originals. Yeah, I remember. And then that. like my we cousin was, yeah, my cousin was really into Corn, and he lent me like a tape of like Corn, and that's how I got yeah, into them, and and just sort of went from there. And then when I the, the first I I think that the first real when I got, first got into Iced Earth was that I had met a couple of friends who were really, really into them, and they gave me a copy of the ver- the very first Something Wicked, which I think came out in like '98. Yeah, and they're and they're yeah. like, so you got to listen to this, the last song on the album, and don't be fooled by like the piano intro. You know, just be yeah. careful. They said this song is fucking dangerous because what's going to happen is. You're going to be listening to it while you're driving, and the next thing you know, you're going to be going 100 miles an hour and not even fucking realize it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I remember their songs make you cry. Uh, Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly. I was going to say, like, I remember the first time I was introduced to Ice Earth. Uh, one of my buddies, his name is uh, I never remember like the old times because of you know party life and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah so like especially (laughs) i was in a band and i you know and all that stuff and we were a bunch of fucking maniacs the um oh yeah 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 so my buddy aaron goes hey dude i've got a couple of bands for you to check out i was like all right cool he's like bro like you're gonna love this album it's called burnt offerings by ice to earth and i was like oh okay and like dude that that was the first album that i listened to of ice earth i was like holy fuck man like this is this is some next level shit yeah, and then right at too, that like, time, I also got into Blind Guardian. So it was like, holy shit, like this is the new, this is just crazy to me. Like how good this is. And this all has to do with the whole D&D thing because he was one of my D&D buddies. I love Ice Earth and that reason for it's D&D and the whole everything that metal kind of certain metal bands, specifically Ice Earth and Blind Guardian have with D- Dungeon Dragons and fantasy writing and, and all that in general. Man, Night of Stormrider. <laughs> You know what's funny like, is that when, yeah, when I talk to when I talk to people about like they ask you know because there's whenever you meet a new person one, one of the icebreaker questions is always what's your favorite band and like mm-hmm. and, and so what's funny it's is I question. always I always tell people yeah that that's... like I have a few favorite bands but what's funny is I can I can completely differentiate because one of my favorite bands in high school. Well, two of my favorite bands in high school were Godsmack and Disturbed. And I tell people, I'm mm-hmm. still a big fan of those bands, even though I have discovered other music that I may like better, that's more technical, etc. And what I mean by yeah. that is that as soon... No, no offense, because again, they are still favorite bands of mine. Once yeah. I discovered Iced Earth, it just blew those bands out of the yeah. fucking water. Oh, totally. Yeah. And we remember, I think we talked like Iced Earth coming from Florida originally. Right, right. And starting their style during a time when death metal was more prevalent and popular uh-huh. doing that from an area that was like, they're going, you know, we're going to go heartfelt and, 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 and epic and, right. and yeah. power and different. So it's totally so well it's done too. Awesome. Like, it's so good. Like the, the lyrics are amazing. The, 
even like just some of the sound clips like uh in in burnt offerings there's that like i think it's the song burnt offerings where it starts you know, and it's question, uh, but, gary, gary oldman dracula is that a cover is what a cover burnt offerings the title oh, is also a, like uh testament has a burnt offerings right i, I always like think uh, so maybe it's Let's just a title Titles. Uh, titles. So according, title. according, according to according to the credits on Wikipedia, the song "Burn Offerings," which is the first track on the album "Burn Offerings," yes, was written by John Schaefer and Randall Scheuer. Scheuer, yeah. So I would imagine it is not a cover if it's no, written no, by no. John yeah, Schaefer. It's the similarity. <laughs> I, well, it's like there was a song we you were talking before about Dream Evil. There's a song that I had heard, and I'm, I'm drawn <laughs> just like there's a song I'm drawing a blank on the name of that I that I, I have. Children of Bodom like, Needled. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like, you, what is you, that song? I couldn't remember the life of me. Yeah, I listened to it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I dug it. So, I dug it. Um, what was the name of that band that, that covered that covered okay, the Children so of Bodom song? That was Rainbow Dragon Eyes, who is okay. Uh, uh, his real name is is Eric Brown. He used to be the drummer for the Dread Crew of Oddwood. He's the drummer for Swashbuckle. He's the yeah, drummer for okay. Necrogoblicon. He's the drummer yeah. for this up. Yeah, Necrogoblicon. Yeah. Hilarious. Band. Cool. Hilarious band. And then he also does all of that because that was chiptune. As you could see in the video, he made all he made that whole thing with a fucking Game Boy. Like a Game Boy and a computer program. And he makes all kinds of music like that. That's that, amazing. Uh, yeah, dude. It's wow. so good. And he did he did a cover. He did some covers. Like he did that. That Bodum cover, he covered Dread Crew, he covered Swashbuckle. He did a cover of the Star Trek The Next Generation theme and the Rick and yes. Morty theme. All right. And then for, for those of you that are video gamers, uh, either listening or on the call right now, there was a game that came out on the Nintendo Switch a couple of years ago called The Messenger, which was a which was a, an homage to like the old Ninja Gaiden type games. Oh, and man, he, that music okay. was good too. And yeah. he did he did the entire the, the studio that makes that sabotage studio. He does their music. So he did the entire <laughs> soundtrack for that game. And then and then Spence, I was telling you the last time we talked, I'm drawing a blank on it now, but but uh, Sabotage <laughs> Studio is working on a new game that's like a turn based RPG, and he's gonna be working on the music for that as well. Wow. I love that video game music, yeah. Definitely. But um yeah. Big part uh, of my life. I, I was, there was a point I was making. Oh, right. Mm. There was a there was a song by Dream Evil that I can't remember what the name of the song is, but every time I hear it, I say, I swear to God, this is a Scorpions cover. And every time I look it up, I can't yep. find any information that it is, but it, it, to me, it sounds yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, Scorpions. What song Scorpions. is it? What song is it? That's crazy. It. Yeah, Scorpions in 1965. They've been around since uh, they're 65. Scorpions. Jeez, that's crazy. That's my friend Sonny's favorite band is the Scorpions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the 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 later Scorpion stuff is really, really much so more like metal, like heavy, heavy. Yeah, it's got um, all the I know uh, my uh, my one friend Sonny. He's um awesome guitarist. He's he lives by Scorpions. He fucking yeah. loves them. He's like his mom yeah. is obsessed with them. Like he's like all yeah, about I that band. Like kind of one of the bands that's been around the longest, like 65. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could find one that's from Germany. Hell yeah. 1965. Hell to yeah. the present. Never broken up. <laughs> oh Except, yeah. Yeah, dude. But hey, that's like, I just, dude, that's, I like that's like Rolling Stones. Like what the hell, man? Like those bands just go and go and go and go and go. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. So, anyway. Just keep going. But, just keep going, you know? That's what they do. 
Yeah, don't don't stop. <laughs> There's another so, older band gonna... that's uh, very influential. I was always thinking of what was it Uriah Heap? You know? uh, oh, Uriah Heap's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's some old school shit, dude. That's like yeah. Zeppelin era stuff. That yeah, they they're, they're very influential they have a bunch of really good stuff. Yeah, score speed. Have a, no, no, no. They have they have an album called Demons and Wizards, and that's where yeah. fucking Hansi and, and uh, what's his name got the uh, inspiration for Demons and Wizards. Like that's just. Yeah, man. Like there you that's go. it. That, that album, that <laughs> album cover that. from Hirata Heaps, uh, Demons and Wizards, is just fucking weird, man. It's like a frost yeah. giant, like on a mountain or something. It's so weird, and it's like weird sepia tone color scheme. It's bizarre. Yeah. They were bizarre. <laughs> I'm trying to find that song, but my resources at my disposal are not cooperating at the moment. When I search anyway, up, it, when I search I, up Dream Evil on Wikipedia, it pulled up the Dio album instead of the band. Oh, boy. oh really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's oh, no kidding. All right. Well, there's where they got their name from. Yeah, that was Dio's fourth oh. album, which was yeah. released in 1987. Oh, I think yeah. I derailed Jay. When the bird offerings, bird offering things, but I think it was a cover. So, what were you talking about? Oh, bird yeah. offerings. Oh, I was gonna say that. Okay, so like the whole bird offerings thing, like that that entire album, man, like that to me is crazy. And like the reason why I dug that album so much is in the very beginning of bird offerings, there's sound clips from Bram Stoker's Dracula, Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like I was like, oh shit, the that's sick is as hell. Good it is. It is. It is. And it like it's the way that, that dun, it all. Dun, 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 I love yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, good, dude. You know, Anyhow, they make you know what's her name? Winona Ryder's accent. But yeah, that music is good. <laughs> in, in, in. <laughs> So oh, I had wanted to ask you guys because we were we were on we were talking about uh, we brought up a few times Ice Earth and Queensrÿche and whatnot. Are you guys yeah. at all familiar with the the project the Three Tremors or the history of the of that idea? No. Okay, so all right, so initially there there's this it's like a there's like a fucking mythology to it, where where supposedly somebody was trying to get a project together called the Three Tremors, which was initially gonna be Rob Halford, fucking Bruce Dickinson, and Jeff Tate from Queensrÿche. and it never it, it never fucking came together, and then somebody tried again, and it was gonna be Ripper Owens, Jeff Tate. And I think Blaze Bailey, who was in Iron Maiden at one point, but they didn't. The rumor had it that they couldn't call it the Three Tremors because it was too close to the Three Tenors, and they were going to get sued. Mm. So they called it Trinity instead. And then just a couple of years ago, there was a band that came out called the Three Tremors, and it was t- it was Ripper Owens, who you know Judas Priest, Iced Earth, Harry Conklin, who's the singer from Jag Panzer. And Sean Peck, who was the singer for the bands Cage and Death Dealer. And I saw them last year. It's a fucking hell of a night, man. It was a really bad fucking snow, shitty fucking weather. But I saw them down at Dingbats in Clifton, New Jersey. And God damn it, was that a fucking... So, again, like the name just has this mythology to it. And it's finally come to life. And it's this fantastic project. You know, like if you're at all familiar with any of those bands that I mentioned, and of course you're familiar with with Ripper Owens, like it's that style of metal. But what they do and what they did when they recorded it is they had each of the vocalists record by themselves. So so there's a version of every song with just one of the guys. There's so there's three versions. And then what they did was they kind of mixed it together. And then when they play live they kind of decide ahead of time who's going to do what parts of what songs. And it's this, gr- it's this great 
fucking oh, that's like really cool. vocal <laughs> harmony between these three metal high pitch kind of metal vocalists. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, falsetto metal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the triple gu- guitar okay. attack, but with voice. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But with voice. oh man, like, bar- right. barbershop oh, yeah. quartet metal. Barbershop. <laughs> 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 See now, see now, you got me thinking of, uh, and I, I don't know that it falls into power metal, but uh, Van Canto, that that uh, acapella metal band. Yeah, know about this. I was just no. <laughs> yeah, no. There's a there's a band called Van Canto that some of their songs have like a real drummer, but everything else, all the effects on the song, they have people singing and then people doing like beatboxy kind of things, and just everything is mouth sounds. And oh my. my first exposure to them was somebody, a friend had sent me their cover of Metallica's Battery. And it was really strange to hear because it's like you get the vocals, but then you've got somebody doing like bum, bada, bum, bada, bum, like, like all it's it, it fucking acapella metal. It's this, it's one of the strangest, coolest things I've ever heard. I'm going to have to look that up. Bizarre. Can you say yeah, that again I, so that I can write that down? Van Canto. <laughs> V-A-N-C-A-N-T-O. No, I was no, just going to say if you're at all those. familiar with just how, how, you know, acapella music goes, like everybody thinks of that oh, band. Yeah. That band Rockapella that was on uh, fucking Carmen Carmen San Diego, but yeah, there's that that. Um, that's literally yeah, that's what I was. That's. But there's also that yeah. that like yeah that pop band Pentatonix, which is also all. That's acapella. the one that I'm thinking about. That Pentatonix, they're freaking awesome, dude. Right. So, like I said, imagine that, but metal. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I dig. I dig. Um, all right. So I was gonna say is like <clears throat> something like like the more modern stuff like Glory Hammer, Power Wolf that type of genre going into like the whole power metal thing again have you guys been listening to newer power metal recently like do you guys keep up on like all the new releases and some of the new artists and so on i kind of feel like actively i let it come to me now like, yeah like, yeah yeah you know, yep, like, yep. You know, like the radio so, style, like i like that like you know like having a like search for it in a way instead of having it so, yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. my thing my thing is i i used to i i don't keep up as much as I should, especially since I fucking host the music podcast, <laughs> I don't keep up on new music as yeah. much as I should. I u- I used to, and then what happened was I mostly find myself listening to talk radio these days. But what I do is what sometimes at, at like at night when I'm going to bed, I'll put on one of the, either the music choice, either the metal or the rock channel, and uh, I found some pretty cool stuff from there. But not necessarily not necessarily anything that would fall into well, maybe the, the I did find that the the second singer from Nightwish, uh, Annette Olsen, uh, she is a new band, and I actually just heard one of their songs on Music Choice Metal the other day. So, okay, all right, all right. I was gonna I was gonna start by saying I found this genre that comes off of power metal and also like that like you know how like Ghost has the sound where they're very like it sounds like you found like a old beat up cassette tape and you chucked it into the and it sounds like it's like a Ooh. recording from the seventies. You know what I mean? I've like that kind of sound. I found a few tapes on the road and I threw them in, and they were great. Yeah, <laughs> finding tapes and throwing them in. Oh, but good. like, no, like that's like the the sound of Ghost has like that like seventies kind of oh, like scratchy, Ghost. gnarly sound. Yeah. So like, there's a there's a genre of music that is all about like fantasy and so on and so forth. I don't know exactly what the name of the genre is, but Jay, when we get off the phone, I'll send you a couple of links to this stuff. 
Um, right. Gygax is one of those bands. Gygax being oh, Gary yeah, Gygax, yeah. like the Gary Gygax himself type, type thing. Gygax mm-hmm. is the name of a band, and they sing about D&D stuff, but they have that style. It sounds like an old like jam band. Very okay. interesting, very bizarre, but also very fantasy. Not fantasy metal, Gygax. it's more like fantasy rock. Gygax, right. yeah, I, it's a good I band. <laughs> um, and they're newer. Uh, okay. Check that out. Um, the just, band that uh, Annette Olsen was uh, is in is called the Dark Element, and they're they're they they just formed in 2017, so they're definitely a new band. Dark but, Element, but it uh, they they fo- they okay. fall more into that Nightwish symphonic. In fact, when they first came out, yeah. I was like, "Why does this sound so much like Nightwish?" And then I look up Dark Element, and I was like, "Oh, because it's Nightwish's old singer." That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like I think, like so far out of the stuff that I've heard, that's like newer power metal that I really like is gonna be Power Wolf. Power Wolf is fucking awesome, and of course Sabaton's new stuff. Sabaton's mm-hmm. stuff is awesome, absolutely yeah. awesome. Definitely. Um, I like Sabaton. And Glory Hammer is just ridiculous. Yeah, like I, I wrote like a bunch of the bands down that I like really enjoy, and some of the other bands that like just my favorites. But like, what would you say is like your favorite power metal band? If you could just say like one, what would be like your absolute favorite one? What would it be? I mean, I would say because you mentioned Ailstorm before, like if they fit in that category, then they're probably it. They're just pretty because, much do, yeah. Just because, like, I've really, I found, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I've really, really, and it makes sense because it's been so. Like, I've been going to the Ren Fair for so long. Like, I've really uh-huh. latched on to the pirate thing. You know, Spencer and yeah. I are on the sh- on the ship together. I did I the make- merge for the for the Dread Crew and all that. Like, I'm really, really digging that that style of music. Yeah, okay. I found myself really liking it a lot too. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Right on. I don't I'm, like uh, Earth, but I, I'm gonna I say, say Iced Earth. Iced Earth. I really love Iced Earth personally. Iced Earth. Nice. Yeah, I love them. All right. Like, gonna... I love them. I never actually got to see them live because every time they play and stuff, like I just I was always busy working and I never was able to see them. Even with Demon yeah. Warriors, I like I, it's like one of these bands. Like I, I've always wanted to see a lot of like death metal and stuff because it comes in town and my friends want to go see it. Like I randomly be able to go, and I see a lot of stuff live. I used to see a lot of live back in the nineties and early two thousands, but I tailed off. And I got to go more. I used to go to the yeah, songs well, and, you know, you know, I used to do that. Yeah, but I like I start when it comes to like power. I love I start. I think yeah. I'm yeah, gonna Blind Guardian is very good. Gamma War like, for me. Trifecta, you know, the whole thing there. Mm-hmm. What about you? Gamma War. Gamma War, all their albums I can listen to. I I don't have any problem with them being on all the time. Like it's same like with you with the whole Ice Earth thing. And yeah. same with like the Ailstorm thing. Like it's like if you if you can listen to a band like album over and over and over again, the same album, even the same song, let's say, over and over and over again, and you don't get sick of it after years, dude. Yeah. There's something to be said about that band. And for me, even Blind Guardian, there there's the later stuff, like Night at the Opera, like that that album kind of grinds on me a little bit. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right, this is cool, but like it's a little too layered, it's a little too complex. For me, Gamma War has always stayed very much so true to their original sound. And it mm-hmm. has stayed consistent. And each of their albums tells a good story. So it's like it's always for me Gamma War for sure. So yeah. yeah. All right. So that's that for Wait, me. That's, say, that's, all my, gamma, that's all my questions. Gamma War or Gamma Ray? Gamma, gamma Ray. Ray. I'm sorry. Gamma Ray. Sorry. Yeah. Gamma I was gonna say, Ray. You kept saying Gamma War. I was like, I'm not familiar with this band. No, 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 no. <laughs> no gamma okay. Ray. Gamma Ray. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally. I'm thinking a Man of War. I was literally thinking a Man of War because I was looking at something as I was talking. So, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of Man of War, but no, Gamma Ray is my favorite. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude from I have so many fond memories of Man of War. Yeah, they they're are. Awesome. They're, they're, a bunch of, they're a bunch of crazy people. And they, 
The thing about the thing about Man of War, the um, the just how simplistic and gnarly their their all of their work is. Like in general, all their songs are fantastic in a way that's like you you just got a headbang to it. You have to you you oh, put yeah. on one of their one of their records and you got a headbang Very, to it. It's, it's just got, it's, stuff. It's, it's groovy power. It's got yeah thrashy elements. You know, like some of that. Uh, yes call and response and stuff you know like punky stuff so i kind of i as i recall yeah man of war had a little bit of that backing like even like chromag style you know, a little bit like yeah. that uh, hardcore yeah. thing, you know a little bit i like that so bringing it yeah but still staying power and speed and having a little bit yep. of that touch is good yeah the same friends that introduced me to to iced earth after i i listened to to the albums that they gave me which were uh something wicked and uh horror show so yeah, then i was like show. all right so that was fucking awesome what else you got and then they introduced me to to fucking man of war and yeah. so, <laughs> it was so funny because uh i i had a good friend through high school and college who we kind of kept exposing each other to music as we you know delve deeper into rock and metal and uh, I was like, man, there's this band Manowar. He's like, he's like, dude, I, I I saw one of their old fucking music videos, and it was so goddamn cheesy. And then like, I was like, well, let me play you this. Let me yep. play you this song that I think is like my favorite song from the album. As I played, it's like this is the song for the music video I saw. <laughs> Which one? What, what was the What was the name of the song? Was it Brothers of Metal? Which yes. one was it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah that that they're they're awesome yeah that's why i was i was like trying to think i was like literally talking about gamma ray but literally realizing like multitasking reading it i was like all right so what's my next thing on oh, man of war man of war is <laughs> what it is they're, they're, yeah, they're good i stuff, actually man. have a handwritten list here and they're right next to each other on my list <laughs> really <laughs> i have memory <laughs> funny hell yeah hell yeah well, uh, right. there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff associated with like you know, power metal and different metals that inspired it, you know, definitely. Oh, yeah. Different from back metals. in the day, newer stuff, you know, and from mm. around the world, mm. too, like that doesn't get really good represented in, you know, America too much, you know, like there's a lot of bands that I love that don't play here, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I, I really yeah. think that we really, I mean, I know that they have been doing more of the destination festival things here in the U.S. lately, but they yeah. don't do them like Europe does. Yeah. And like I was thinking before when we were talking Symphony X and like I was talking about how like the first time I saw Symphony X was at the very first Gigantor that Megadeth had put on. And I feel like that that, that the first couple years of the Gigantor because Dave Mustaine's original mess uh like mission with the Gigantor was just to put bands on that had that put a lot of focus on guitar and guitar solos and it didn't really matter to him which like metal subgenre they fell under as long as guitar was like featured heavily in their music. And so those first couple years of the Gigantor, you had a lot of really varied lineups like that first year or you had you had Megadeth Dream Theater, Fear Factory, Symphony yeah. X. It, Boba Flex was on that tour when they were still like a, a rap oh, band. Boba Flex. Fear Factory. <laughs> and uh, who else Yo, was Dry Kill Logic? Dry Kill Logic was on that tour. Life of Agony was on that tour. Like, Life I feel like as, as far as the different metal subgenres go, you had a lot of a variety on that tour. Was um, a real big and, mix up on that. Yeah, yeah, and you don't really get that too much anymore. Yeah. No. They're kind of separated. Yeah. Subgenre. Mm. I like big festivals. 
That's my thing. It's hard to go mm-hmm. for it's hard to go for Dutch two bands. I want to go for a whole other band. It's a lot of fun. But remember Ozfest? Yeah. We were talking about all the Ozfest. Yeah. I would really like to go to the either the New England Metal and Hardcore Fest or the like Prague Power Festival. I feel like those would both like be fun experiences. You know, in yeah, Prague, Prague Power, obviously, obviously, you're going to get a lot more of like the um, power metal type bands at, at that type of a fest versus the New England Festival, which is really a lot more metalcore and hardcore bands. But I just want to have the experience. Yeah. I just like shows, man. Shows? Mm-hmm. What, are, what are those? <laughs> yeah, they don't happen. Those don't exist right now. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, any luck will come back and everyone will be employed again. <laughs> Although the last one I went to was actually yeah. uh, was actually that that pirate uh, pirate metal band I was telling you guys about before, fucking Swashbuckle, the pirate death metal. They, that was the last tour yeah. that I fucking. That was the last show that I saw was them. It was weird because it was supposed to be a show of all cover bands. And then, except for Swashbuckle, and then almost all the other cover bands dropped off. So it was just Swashbuckle, and then a Slipknot cover band. A Slipknot cover band. Well, it was actually a Slipknot. Oh, oh it was actually a Slipknot tribute band. They did the full. They had the. They had the masks and the and the jumpsuits and everything from like that first Slipknot record. And all they played oh. was material from the first Slipknot record. Oh really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You gotta respect. You gotta. You gotta respect the cover band guys. Like you gotta respect that tribute stuff. So yeah. cool. Yes. It's, to it's learn. Cool. To learn all that inside and out, man. Yeah, exactly, dude. To learn all those songs inside and out, and then to also try to look like those characters. Like, dude, that's crazy. That's so much yeah. work. That's how Rick Rowan's <laughs> so got the job in Judas Priest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And then, and then, yeah, they made a movie about it that ended up being nothing like the real story. <laughs> So yeah, I, I was actually yeah, I was going to ask you guys <laughs> yeah, what, to, to, to get us sort of back on on the topic. What is it about? Because everybody has stuff that they like about music and and what attracts them to it. What in power metal? What is it that it, that that makes you a fan? What is it about the the style? What what elements of it really grab your attention? You want to go first, Spencer? Oh, uh, no, you go first. Okay, all right. So I dig the the overall sound of the piece. And I also like that their albums are typically like giant stories. So like lots of concepty stuff, so on and so forth. The vocals are badass as hell. But I, I, I will say this, though. I'm very particular about my vocals. I don't just like every vocal because um, somebody like Dragon Force, like those vocals, I don't like too much of that because that's just. Yeah, you can only handle like a one or two or three songs at max because it's so exactly fast, you can't handle it. And exactly it's like the timbers too exactly high. some sounds can make you like ah it's too much and that but you can handle it for a little bit yeah 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 um yeah, some of them sound like way better to me than others and yes. it depends on uh, how um i guess you know mastered it all is in the end this is <laughs> true this is all. true yeah this is um, true um you know yeah yeah, because that can that can be how it's produced and mastered can change how the timber is of the actual person uh, singing. So live they might sound uh-huh. different, but recorded different digitally versus yeah, it's all different. And there's that whole deal. Two different people can hear the same sound differently. That's another <laughs> weird thing. About that's what's so beautiful about music in general is that like we all have our different like vibes off of the same song. You know what I yeah. mean? But yeah, yeah, as far as I, as far like as it goes, like for that reason yeah. too, like the same reasons, like you were saying there before, the themes that they present, the fantasy themes, mostly. yes, because the D and D thing is I like it. in the blood, and yep. I love it yep. when it comes to the music. 
but also the, the vocal tonality of certain bands, like you're saying, you know, gets me with the high and then also the way that the lows are too. So it's very, it's kind of like the juxtaposition in a way. You can play yeah. these amazing instruments in this ridiculous style, like an opera, but a very fast opera. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. Different. It's like, I don't know. It's how I like that. It's almost like how it, they can kind of be operatic and still guttural and, and garagey. Yeah, absolutely absolutely and i like that about the and that's that that's that like that's why that's why i like it you know yeah. as long as just like i said like as long as it's not dragon force dragon force i right. can only handle so much i'm a more mid-range kind of guy when it comes yeah. to power metal obviously the high stuff needs to be there but like i like the guys yeah. that typically will tell the story in like a very much so more operatic like you were just saying like more of like that operatic kind of i guess i guess you could say like blind guardian camelot those two yeah. vocal styles of those two men those are the things that i nail with obviously ice to earth too but like it's yeah. that it's that genre, it's that part of the genre that's my that's my jam and that's why i like it and that's why I, think, I like it uh, i like i like the vocals the i like the concepts like, i like the way it looks camelot yeah. when i when i hear them playing like because i'll still do the pandora because i like that with ads just because yeah. i'm light way and i like to just not know and i go over there and be like okay what is this and kind of yeah you know random stuff and that comes on and I, sometimes i don't know who it is and i'll be like okay camel and it's uh, they blow me away a lot of the time and i'm like man it's them Ugh. I didn't think it was. I thought it was somebody else. I got to agree on the on the Dragon Force thing. I because again the same. I kind of had the same friends that, that that were showing me all the other stuff. They're like, all right, now check out Dragon Force. And and I had a bunch of Dragon Force stuff on my yeah. MP3 player. And one day I was at work and uh, I just put it. I set it to all Dragon Force. And I was like, man, uh, just like you guys said, I I can only listen to this for so long. Yeah. Well, there's there's something yeah, about the human and ear it sucks too. Like, too cause you know, the, the... You don't hear things for a bit before it like becomes hard to hear them. Like I remember a... an old jazz drummer that I work with telling me that he, he's like a world renowned uh, David Bromberg. He might, well, he's a world renowned jazz dr uh, drummer actually. His oh, yeah. brother Brian Bromberg, who's a bassist, he was telling me he's like, yeah, I went to Zildjian and they after a hundred hits on the the cymbals, you can't really tell the difference between the tonalities. Mm. So. Sometimes sure. that's a there's something in the ear that that's why. So if there's so much, so many notes in a certain amount of time, you can't. Your ear needs to like reset, kind of like your taste buds or something, like a palate. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. actually like that. Like, like it's hard, weird to think about it like that, but it's a sense like taste that has to be. Cleansed. Well, that's that's like I was saying to Jay the last time that he and I talked. You know, so I, I remember here there are some people that'll that that have said of of Ingve Malmsteen. You know, insane oh, yeah. uh, shredding, uh, shredding guitarist, and they'll yeah. say like, Same "Yeah, stuff. like, like that's cool," but no one really sweeping wants to arpeggio. listen to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. yeah, sweeping, uh, sweeping arpeggio. arpeggio yep. is very fast, you yep. know, and it's well, you know, very slow with the pick hand, but very fast with your fret hand. Uh, yep. Yeah, it, it's interesting to see played. It's like, wow, you're doing that. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's super fast. Like, yeah, Malmsteen, man. Same thing, Virtuoso. Just up in your face with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Constantly. Mm -hmm. You got some people just don't like that noodley thing, you know, and they, that's a lot of people love that hardcore instead of the noodley. And I've yeah. heard that exact yeah. thing. I'm like, oh, I can't handle the noodley. <laughs> too noodle. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> too, too noodle. Too much noodle. 
<laughs> gotta gotta yeah, throw some sauce on those noodles. Christ, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Also, guys, my my, shit, my shit's finally cooperating with me. The the Dream Evil song I was talking about earlier that I could have swore was a Scorpions cover, "Children of the Night." Yeah, ah. you know, like what what's one we didn't mention? Like um, that seventies one that's sort of, uh, Black Death. Like not death, like the death metal man from the days, but black death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. African American yep. uh, heavy metal, you know, like but they kind of influence power. Black death. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Black death. They had some heavy stuff, but only for a short while. But I think they had some really good stuff, and I remember listening to them. Here's a band we haven't talked about: Sonata Arctica. Oh yeah, you mentioned yeah. Them. you mentioned them, but we didn't really yeah, go anywhere with it. Yeah, yeah, what do you guys feel good. about Sonata Arctica? Like Night Nation Camelot, they got that whole thing going on, you know, with that. Uh, yeah, his voice is very interesting. I'm a good, good, big fan of Demo Borgir. Borgir, I like Sonata yep. Arctica and all that. <laughs> You know, with yeah. the symphonic style, but they yeah. kind of like are the in between between these. You know, in a sense, like. But yeah. I love I like Sonata Arctica a lot actually, but I've never seen them. Also, Finland, right? I believe, yeah, I believe Sonata Arctica is Finland. Yes, that's that's pretty much like the main bands, like the mainstream stuff that like everyone would know that like I right. I personally I personally dig that we can like talk about. Mm. I did just send something to Jay that is a band that is definitely underground. There's a couple of bands that I'm going to send to Jay after this that are definitely underground, and I don't have them. I don't have them here. Like I have my I have my list up because I want to keep talking about like the mainstream stuff. But um, you definitely got to check that stuff out. Um, yeah, this, after the uh, show. this one you sent me, uh, Visigoth. Yes. Yep. Oh, I I know that. I know that Visigoth. Yeah. yeah, they're 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 badass as hell. So yeah, you know, and the uh, Visigoths. Yeah. Yeah. Conquered Rome, I was gonna say, I feel Rome. like I, I say, I feel yeah. like I recognize yeah. that from history class. Yeah, the Visigoths. Okay, so that's pretty much. No, I, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about. I mean, I'm I'm pretty good on my end. I mean, I guess we just. Yeah, yeah. So there, I, I, yeah. there's a like international one. I remember my buddy. I, I remember Borknagar. Aren't they from? They're kind oh, of black yeah. lady, but they're very power, and they're from Bulgaria, I think. Yes. Um, I, I don't do know actually, what they're yeah. doing, but they're cool. Um, I was like. I remember that one CD with the chicken and a roaster on it. Book. That's a good name. Looks like they just put oh, out man. a new album back in September. Yeah, they're very they're black. Oh, they're, they got that, but they've got power and folk elements, too, and I like that. It's nice. All right, I've just got to ask, just because Jay, or you, either one of you guys would know, looking current members, ICS Vortex, is, wasn't he in Vortex? Demo? Yeah, that was the guitarist for Demo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that so. was the uh, that was they he did old man shop too. Yeah, yeah, okay. they have. Yeah, yeah, they have. Dude, have yeah. you listened to the new demo album? That shit's Which amazing. One? Called uh, Eonian. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I, I love I like it. Treacherous it's, it's off of that. I've listened to the new yeah. and it's really good. I have elements with like you know I find elements of Camelot and all that in that you know Epica. Well, even. Camelot and Demi did uh, did uh, the um the Black uh, Halo the yeah. the song on. Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, did on um, yeah, they did something together. It was That's um, cool. what is it? It's uh, Jay. You're the one with the computer in front of you. It's Camelot. It was the album with the the crown on it with the girl like laying in the water. I think it's called Black Halo is the name of the song. But uh, Chagaroth has guest vocals on there. I think it's Waiting in Sorrow. I think that's the name of the song. I don't know. So Black Halo, curious. 2005. Yep. Guest musician. Yeah, he was on. It says he played the Mephisto character on March of Mephisto and Memento Mori. 
Momentum more and March of Yeah, there we go. That's what it was. Anyways. I put down these two. I remember I put on these notes I have here. Uh, two all-female international bands. I think this one here, A, a Sound of Thunder. You ever hear of them? A Sound all-female. of Thunder. 08 no, to present. Not. I'm going to write that they came down. came up on the list of um, power okay. metal. And I never Sound heard of, of them. And it's all-female. And I'm just like, they're on my list to, to listen to. I haven't heard anything about them yet. I think they're from America. I can't. I didn't put that down. Uh, but, yeah, it shows. Uh, looks like I just looked them up. They're from DC. There you go. And there's oh, another nice. one. Okay. There's another one. Uh, Shadow Side. It says uh, 2001 right, from Brazil, all female. And they okay. can't. I remember they popped up on when I did some. And they're, they're kind of new. And I haven't listened to them yet. But that's that came up on uh, interesting to me is all female bands that kind of are power metalish or influenced by them at least. Yeah, there's not there's not many of that. That's for sure. There's not many of that. It's like so kind of like the pirate metal stuff. There's not too many yeah. that I know yeah. of. Really, and Brazil like, too, you know, you know, they're very yeah. Of course, metal. You know, Sepultura. And, oh yeah, and well, they've got that metal thing going on. They have a huge love for the black metal genre, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So what do you guys think of, just because I, I believe that he was at one point a member of Dream Evil, he also played guitar for Ozzy. Uh, what do you guys think of Firewind? Firewind? Hold on a second. Uh, that's, I definitely have heard the name. That's, that's the name of the band, correct? That's the name I of the band, and, they're, and they're, they're, their guitarist, uh, Gus G. He was, yeah. I believe he was early, early on in Dream Evil, and he was playing with Ozzy for a little while. Zach Wilde took a break from Ozzy, or Ozzy decided he wanted... No, you know what it was? Ozzy had said he wanted to take a break from Zach because he felt like all of his... So, uh, all the solo Ozzy stuff was starting to sound like Black Label Society. So uh, yep. he so he replaced Zach Wild with Gus G. I got I got one with. for you. Windrose. They're like dwarven metal. Dwarven Windrose. So they're all yep. they're all they're all little people? No, they're not. They're not little people. It's it's <laughs> the they're not. But they like put yeah, it's the it's the Tolkien style. Yeah, man. They're actually heavily inspired by J.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings and so on and so forth. So yeah, check that out. Some caverns old. <laughs> oh yeah. Singing that dwarven song. Windrose, Windrose was one of those ones that came up on my, uh, on like just listening to like power metal radio. And I was like, oh, who the heck is this? This is gnarly. And uh, there's like a song like Diggy Diggy Hole. It's the fucking shit. <laughs> it's a great song. It's good stuff. Check that stuff out when you get a chance. Like I said, like I, I listen to so much of this shit during the day. It goes between that and atmospheric black metal. It just bounces back and forth. Power metal, atmospheric black metal. And right currently, right now, I've been like heavily, heavily, heavily like listening to listening to a lot of Blind Guardian and Judas Priest has been on my shit for a while. It wakes you up in the morning, you know, keeps you alive. Looking here uh, at the at the list of you know, they always make these lists of bands, and I'm looking at the list of power metal bands here. I'm not finding anything yet that doesn't fit. Not like when I was looking at black metal and it told me Sepultura was black metal. <laughs> Yeah, oh, is definitely. Not black. Oh, yeah, it's not black. It's thrash. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah. I forgot all about this band. And I have one of their albums, Mystic Prophecy. Oh. Prophecy. Oh no, yeah. No, Mystic Prophecy. Oh, Mystic Prophecy. Yeah. I don't know them. I'm gonna have to write that down. Yeah. What happened was a buddy of mine. He ordered their CD, and like the fucking case got damaged in shipment. So he like complained to wherever he they shipped it, wherever he ordered it from, and they sent him another copy. He's like, I, he's like, I can't have. A CD in my collection with a broken case. Here you can have this one. Nice. All right. All right. So, so oh fucking prophecy. another one that that uh, I was familiar with and forgot to mention, Pyramaze. The reason I became familiar with them is that after Matt Barlow 
left Iced Earth for the first time. He joined Pyramaze as their vocalist, and then when when he went back to Iced Earth, had to leave Pyramaze. But so that's why they showed up on my radar is because they put out an album. Their third album had Barlow on on vocals. Oh yeah, I see him. All right, I'm gonna check. I will definitely check that out. Oh yeah. Oh, the cover art's gnarly too. Okay, cool. I dig it. I'll definitely have to check that out. Their last album looks like it was 2017. Am I correct? Uh, most likely. I didn't. I didn't really. I still. Yeah. I still follow them on Facebook. But after Matt Barlow left, I not that I was uninterested, but I didn't pay as much attention. But yeah, it looks like 2017. The one that he was on was the one that came yeah. out in 2008 called Immortal. 2008. Okay, cool. Yeah, the the cover art on Immortal is insane looking. Holy shit. Yeah, I take this. Yeah, I'll be listening to this after we get off the phone. That's savage. All right. Rhapsody uh-huh. Fire, which you mentioned. Listen, we haven't mentioned a Sabotage, because they're older, but they still do oh, stuff yeah. Trans-Siberian. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I remember seeing them uh, two or three years ago. Orchestra. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They were pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I'm happy to hear to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra still around. Like, uh, MK, they're good, man. Dude, and their live show is still pretty badass. All that rigging they do is pretty intense. Like they have all these, yeah. You know, they're flying over on the machine. You know, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I actually hadn't seen that, and I was like, oh. All right, just because I, I, I'm seeing them on the list, and it's a band that I really dig and was hoping to see before all of the concerts got canceled. Are you guys familiar with uh, this band out of Canada called Unleash the Archers? No, no but I'm not Canada, right? We're, we're part Archer. of Canada, British Columbia. Archer. Nice. I don't have that unleash the archers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were supposed to. They were supposed to play dingbats in Clifton, and then all of the you know the world ended. Well, yeah. Hopefully, this doesn't last too much longer. That's for sure. This, yeah. this is ridiculous. They had that article come out predicting that the last thing to come back would be live music and sporting events. So I mean, yep. damn. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Although I know that WWE is still running shit in, like with no audience in Florida. Yeah, and, with no audience. It's so weird. So and then weird. U- UFC is going to start doing the same thing. Did you see that the dude that owns the UFC bought like a private island? <laughs> I had, So I had heard about that and they're, and yeah. they're working on, he, he's calling it Fight Island. Which sounds like the Mortal name of Kombat. like a, which yeah, it just sounds like the name of like a bargain bin DVD. So do so you go there and you challenge them to a fight, and if you win, you own the island. Is that what I, I don't know, do? but like because be because amazing. like the because the government had passed a law, they they or not a law, but the government had made a pro- proclamation that allowed the WWE to to start doing their thing because they declared sports as uh, essential business or whatever. So. Because they did that, it was general enough that the UFC is going to try and and start following in the WWE's footsteps and running. It's so weird to me. Wrestling events are are now like fights with no audience. It's going to be a strange fucking thing to watch. Yeah, that's you know you got to make your money. You know what I mean? Like more power to them, but it's it's just not the same. I did I did try to watch AEW with no audience, and it was just it 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 was just weird. I wasn't I wasn't into it. So right about here, Spencer and Jay went on a really, really long tangent about Dungeons and Dragons that just for the sake of cohesion, I cut. At this point, we do finally steer the conversation back into metal. So here we go. Dude, I'm telling you, the whole thing, yeah, the whole thing I, relates in a sense because I hear songs and metal and it makes me think of campaigns in my head that, and things of ideas no, that I lost. True. And I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, that I reminds me. On dead skeletons and keeps and uh, it's all about fantasy dragons and killing them oh, it's great sure. but True. to me power True. metal True. is very much akin to it 
So something like like uh, um fucking Halloween. Keeper oh, yeah. of the Seven Keys. Just the name of that album yep. sounds like it could be a D and D thing. Yep. It oh yeah. Okay oh, yeah. You just sparked a whole thing in my head right now. Dude, there's um there's there's a band called I think it's Cryptrite or is it uh is it Crypt Sermon? Uh they have they're really good. They're they're like more like gloom metalish kind of sound that mm-hmm. sounds again like picking up a record off the corner of a road and throwing it onto a record player uh, did you say crypto i think no 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 no. i'm gonna look it up just so i don't get it wrong it's it's either crypt ritual or something ritual hold on hold on let me let me just open spotify up because i have the albums saved yeah. they're they're a band definitely worth checking out if you guys don't know who they are um and it definitely does fall in it's not the power metal genre but it is fantasy metal okay and it is uh crypt summoner Crypt Sermon. Crypt Sermon. Crypt Sermon. Crypt Sermon. Crypt Sermon is a different one. Yeah, Crypt Sermon. Crypt Summoner sounds like something you do in Mortal Kombat. Anyways. Yes. Yes. Let me see. I'm not going to play the album, but yeah, there's a song called Keys of Solomon. It is. Hey, I know all about that. The uh, hey, yeah, right. hey. <laughs> what's going on, Goetta? So like uh, the uh, the keys of Solomon, that song, I, I it just so happened to come on. I was like, holy shit, this is good because it you got it once you once you get off the phone, take a listen to it. You're like, wow, what the fuck is this genre? Because it, it's not normally what you're used to, you know. And apparently, what they were saying is it's like it's like dark fantasy death metal or some shit. I was like, all right, weird. It, but it doesn't sound like death metal. Strange, very strange. Totally off the topic of friggin' power metal, but it's, no, it's just a very interesting. That's an interesting thing, you know, that you're talking. About. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Keith Solomon. Shit. Um, that's a whole topic unto itself. It's a <laughs> massive topic talking about the occult, which also <laughs> ties into power metal. But I digress. It actually ties more into black metal than does power metal for me. Yeah. But yeah. This uh, and D and D. You know, like Osmodius. This is true. This is true. This is true. Lord Orcus. I've got to ask Jay just because it sort of came up last time. Is there is there a a uh, a subgenre called Christian power metal? I've got to ask. Oh God, is there? I don't know. I'm asking you. Just you... most likely. I, I, well, I fucking hate Christian black metal, but we'll, we already got into that. <laughs> no, no, no yeah, we already went over that last. That's why I was asking yeah, you because I, I wasn't sure if you had another another oh, rant in you about something I wasn't aware of. Oh, I oh, might. Hold on a second. <laughs> did you did you just say Christian back? That's like oxymoronic. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. Like with impending doom, yeah. living sacrifice. Oh, oh yeah. I looked over oh, and I'm like, it's... oh, this is all right, and they're like, oh, Christian black metal. <laughs> but I guess it's uh, the wrath of my God destroying every enemy of mine. <laughs> is that their idea? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so Christian power metal bands. Yeah, there are Christian power metal bands. Uh, yeah. None of which I actually know. I remember this. You know, Christians. Their whole thing is the power of Christ. So I just the, the 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 way the terminology lined up, I figured there had to be. I believe dragons cry. Is, mm. I don't want to like miss. I don't want to misrepresent and say something out loud, and then be like they attack me and be like, "Oh, you said right, right, right." Well, that's like that's like when a, for for a while a bunch of people thought that um that the the hardcore band Hatebreed was like a white supremacist band. They were like, "What?" There's a bunch of them. Sunbreed. Yeah, there's a there's a list of it all. 
I guess huh. this is this is more acceptable than just the few bands that are in Christian black metal that all need to rot now. See, oh, I, yeah. I always find that like um, Christ, uh, black metal, I like black metal doesn't always have, you know satanic black metal is not right. It doesn't really have to do with that because it, it's about Norse stuff and I don't know. It's something different to me. It's, like, yeah, to me, like it, it depends on like yeah, again. That's that's a, again that's a conversation for the show. You it's know, anti-Christian <laughs> instead of being satanic is a whole different thing. Yeah, well, it's you know, like Gorgoroth and all that stuff. Like they 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 were only pushing the whole satanic thing because they thought it was fun to poke at the Christian church because the Christian church are a bunch of power hungry idiots that get mad about all of give up. It is marketing. It's great marketing. Yeah, (laughs) but I mean, it's a great image. The idea of it being, you know, you get it. You get. The black metal thing. I need to. I need to hire their PR guy. Maybe. Maybe then I won't have uh, bands <laughs> reps telling me my social media is not I have a big enough following. I just wanted to ask you guys, just because I, I don't. I don't think that we. Uh, I mean, again, the, the conversation is great, but I don't think we want to run too far over and have. Yeah. In, uh, so I was just. I wanted to ask you guys. I sort of to cap things off. We already sort of all outlined what our what our favorites are, but if what would what would be your recommendations? for someone that had never listened to power metal before, but, but wanted to try, like what would be, what would be the first band or the first song that you would tell them to listen to? Okay. That's going to take me a second. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is a tough one because you got You don't want to bombard them with anything that they're going to be like, yeah. Oh, and yeah, like it's the, power metal. Well, she's like the best sum up of the genre. I would have to say nightfall and middle earth blind guardian. Okay. That, That's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I think that that would be like the easiest album, and also any one of the songs on there you could pick. You could pick and just show it to the person. Like, hey, okay, Very so good. this album, pick pick a song, and this is what power metal is. Yeah. I would say that that's probably, I mean, you've got, I mean, it's straight up Lord of the Rings, it's straight up Tolkien style stuff. It's all yeah. based on the Silmarillion. It's yeah. Hansi's voice doesn't get ridiculous. The guitars are all really good. Each song has its own flavor, but it's all still power metal. Like I would say, yeah, Nightfall Middle Earth. There we go. That's my recommendation. All right. It's, it's a great Ow. album and a great band. I would have to say the same thing because that's one of my favorite ones, even though I love Ice Earth, that album, because yeah. I, I love Tolkien. And that, and I love Silmarillion, in fact, because I love yeah. Lord of the Rings, but, and I love The Hobbit, but the Silmarillion is the, un, you know, the unsung hero of the whole this thing. This is true. Yeah. And, Silmarillion is, Silmarillion is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And the album really portrays the story well. I, I yes. really, yep. and the idea of the journey of, and, and of course the power, the fantasy aspect, the mm-hmm. darkness too involved. Yep. The heavy, heavy, it's actually a very fast album, too. Like a lot of those are very fast, yeah, and very soft. Some of them, yeah. Just to be just to be clear to anyone listening, the darkness is not a power metal band. No, no. <laughs> I meant, uh, like any good host, he comes in and makes a joke. <laughs> wait, I mean, uh, wait. <laughs> oh, good God, <laughs> no. <laughs> it was so and funny. My, my... In my head. It's like that stupid Witcher song, the, the freaking toss a coin to the Witcher song. Like the second you hear it, you're like, oh God, here we go. It's in my head now. For See, I, I am, am familiar with that's existence, but I've never watched The Witcher just because I tend to awesome. fall behind on on stuff that's that's 
that's out or whatever. Yeah, and then my one, my one former coworker said to me, he's like, listen, he's like, I know how your brain works and you like things really, really well organized, really well ordered. He's like, you'll have a fucking stroke if you try and watch the Witcher yeah. because of all the conflicting yeah. timelines happening at the same time. Yeah. It's made for people who played the game. It's exactly what it is. It's made for people who played the games, for people that read the books. It's all it's made for. And, and the thing is too, is the, the, the real big problem with the Witcher show was that there really wasn't a different look for these characters when timelines were jumping. Right. So like you're like, wait, all right, so everybody still looks the same. How is this a couple years later, but they're wearing yeah. the same fucking clothes? Well, you know what I mean? Like, I, don't get, I don't get it. All of a sudden, 12 years later, Serpico. <laughs> That's what happens. They, they think it's oh. being 70s noir, you know, like 70s, like uh, artsy when they do that in film. And it's not. It's confusing. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but they, go, they did it in Serpico. Yeah. We're like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that's that would be that would be our recommendation for sure. Blind Guardian, yeah, Blind Nightfall, yeah. Middle Earth. Any, that is any, really one any one of those songs at all. Yeah, Camelot, uh, too, is a good suggestion because I have to say, because they are really yeah. epic and have a really good. Um, Orchestral set, you know, the whole symphonic. They and the, do, you know, they do. Yeah, but I would have to say, I would probably go with their the album that I was just talking about, the Black Halo album. That would be the one that would be able to kind of introduce a listener as well. But if yeah. that would be like my second choice, I'd be like, okay, so listen to Camel. Ice to Earth would be there too, but it's still like, I don't know, man, like my Guardian. <laughs> it's my Guardian. Yeah. I see, like I, I always, I always say, like Ice Earth is still my favorite. Like I love Blind Guardian, but Ice Earth, I can listen to their albums, and I, I all yeah. Blind Guardian, like I love Nightfall, and I like all their stuff. Yeah, I love, you know, I, I it's like, like Nightfall it's a lot. Gamma Ray, it's the good. same thing, man. Like I'm just like that. Like Gamma Ray, I can listen to it in backward, forward, every which way. It doesn't matter. I love their albums. I love everything about it. But got to say, it's got to be. Unfortunately, it's got to be Blind Guardian and Camelot yeah. would be the two. That would be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ice Earth. Right. Um, when it comes to range, uh, straying away yes. from power metal, I think yeah. that that would be better because showing like what power metal could be progressively and, and stretching it to all different types of styles. Like this is true. This is it, true. This Ice true. Earth has um, they're different. You know, they have different different yes. song, uh, different albums even that are totally off, not power in the way, and they they're singing oh. softly in some songs, and and it still comes in metal and it's power. They have some other element though that's a little different that makes them a little their own thing, rather than being yeah. Pipe I, metal. I agree. Yeah, you know, where Blind Guardian is a little bit more folky, you know. Yes. Ice Earth has yep. got that like metal and like that thrashy and that demonic side. Blind Guardian's got that elvish side, in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, that's a good way. Let's, that's that elegance, the elven elegance. It's got yeah. the elegance. To it. That's what yeah. Blind Guardians got. Yeah. Whereas God, Ice Earth has got that more like, like that. You know, American Grazi style, and it got more of that like yes. um the powery, and they got all these different things going on of what they like, mm-hmm. and not just the fantasy. Some other dark things too, like all around Dark Saga. You know, they got that. You know, but those three are a good trifecta: the Blind Guardian, yeah. Camelot, Ice Earth, Demons and Wizards on their own right. Demons and Wizards, yeah. Ice Earth, Blind Guardian combo. Yes. Uh, they're awesome. Absolutely. And Dio, of course. Stuff by Dio is classic. Yeah. And he kind of brings about that whole idea of it too, like the, the high pitch vocal and the, yeah. and the hard back, you know, right. the rhythm. I don't know. It's good. I don't know. 
All if right. you've never listened to Dio, like Holy Diver, if you've never heard of that, even though it's got that hard rock and heavy metal style, it's good an introduction to some power metal, you know? Yeah, the Dio, Dio's music really seems like, although it does fit the sound, it definitely hits on what all of those those fantasy themes that, that yeah. tend to be yeah. real central to, to yeah. the power metal. I think that's a oh, huge theme. Oh. It's just it's about the fantasy. Oh, you know, we talked about Lord of the Rings. Kirith Ungol. Kirith Ungol oh. was a band. You know, 72 ish i think yeah 72 okay uh, and they had a couple bands i remember they had some interesting stuff and they think they did i had an album of theirs i think it was the second one or something Kirithongo, yeah king of death or king of the yeah that's um, king of the dead king of the dead yeah one of those was takata in d minor but on guitar which is from nosferatu you know like the by the way the band nosferatu is the shit <laughs> well, that thing is awesome, but I meant the movie. But yep. like, you know, like um, yeah, a classical piece, Takata. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Ta- okay, Takata yeah. No, I know, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah it, awesome. it's but on guitar, I think they have it on that one. That, the Kirith Ungol, they're one of the older ones. They have. He's got a shrill voice, and it's a little bit hard to listen to, but it's classic garage, uh, like underground. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll check that out. I'll definitely yeah. check that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you know what's, what's funny is that if nothing else, I mean, I, I certainly hope that, that that people listen to this and do the research and listen to the music. But if nothing else, <laughs> we're, we're we're sharing shit with each other, and that's fucking great. Yeah, man. That's 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 I guess that's part of the entertainment of it, really. I mean, we're all just kind of getting together from different walks and just talking about some cool shit that we all dig, you know. And yeah. we all seem to be like-minded as far as the music goes. And obviously, you know, Spencer and I have the D&D connection for sure. Yeah. So that's like, get a bunch yeah. of like-minded people in a room, magic happens. You know? Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and Jay, man, I yeah. think you would love yeah. D&D. You love the Ren Fair? He's never yeah. played. Yeah. We gotta get, it on, get him to play. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> get him in there. Dude, that would be so cool. Oh my god. What's this shit ends, dude? We gotta, like, plan a thing, like, Come to my come come to come to my my studio my game studio. I've got the whole thing set up, tables there, all and literally like it's all built out. It's all got awesome. the cameras, the whole nine recording equipment. Yeah, that's awesome. Open you have it all East Coast Nerd Society is open up to you guys whenever you go. Whenever this quarantine is done, you guys can come down. We can run a game. I know that you you guys have both been on the show before, and you've both told everybody where you uh, where they can find you. But let's remind everyone where can they find you guys on on social media in case they want to see what you do or become your friend. I mostly do some of my stuff with the D and D on the on Twitter mostly. Um, Facebook a lot of family get involved, but on Twitter I'm uh, Spencer Mang D twenty. That's me. And then what about and, you, Jay? Uh... I am Jay Emery. Uh, I can be found under a couple different monikers. However, the main one's going to be Epic Level Craft. I'm a terrain and Dungeons and Dragons kind of guy. I build like terrain. I'm DM. And that's about all that really we have set up that's like people can immediately find me when they type that in. There will be more just like I'll be on these shows every once in a while and I'll update. All right, cool. And then, of course, as as always, everybody can find Jay Bunny's Music Hub on Twitter, Instagram. I have a Patreon that I still need to do something with. But like I always say, if you you, you want to help me keep this going, send me some money. And I'll figure out some fucking content. (laughs) Also, uh, you know, if you believe in... Yeah, and if you believe in uh, supporting music like I do by buying it, then yeah, you can you can follow Industry <laughs> Embers on Facebook and Twitter, and make sure to tweet or post your music purchases with the hashtag #BuyMusic b u y, or it's #BuyMusic b y e. Want to thank you guys for being on the show. Uh, as I always tell everybody, um, uh, I don't really 
okay. <laughs> plans plans for this are always as they fucking happen. Who the hell knows? Until further yeah. notice, I guess we'll have to do more of these roundtables, which I love, and more stuff on Skype. I'm going to send out some emails and see if I can't book. You know, with some PR people, I got some emails into me asking if I'm interested. I'm going to send some emails out, see what I can get. You know, it is what it is until then. I want to thank both of you guys for being on the show, no and I hope to have you back. Yeah, no problem. All right, man. Uh, Definitely. So as you know, we always leave you with a song. Today we're not using a song from anybody that was on the show, but instead a song by a band that was talked about on the show. We talked a whole lot on the show about Iced Earth and Blind Guardian, and we talked a bit also about Demons and Wizards, which is a collaboration between John Schaefer of Iced Earth and Hansi Kirsch of Blind Guardian. We also mentioned that they released an album earlier this year in February through Century Media Records. Uh, album's called Three. So I reached out to a representative for Demons and Wizards. They said that they would love for us to use a song in this show. So I'm going to leave you guys today with the song Wolves in the Winter from the album Three by Demons and Wizards. Until next time, guys. <laughs> Yeah.